Welcome to Side Conversations of Marketing, Management, and Money. Yes, our podcast is all things small business, but in these side conversations, we deviate a little bit and we might go into politics, religion, social, economics, or health, whatever we feel like talking about. So if you're interested in learning a little bit of our take on other issues, welcome to Side Conversations. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another uh, side conversation. Uh, this is Ethan Miliour, and I'm here with Ryan Murray. And when we do these side conversations, one of the things we've started doing that uh, makes it a little bit fun is uh, we don't share with each other what we want the side conversation to be about. That way, someone can't really prep, and then we can have a, a more true conversation about where we want to go with this. However, I cheated, and I found out what topic <laughs> it I didn't have any prep time, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, so, I know what you're going to hit me with. Ryan knows a little bit about it. Um, <laughs> so it won't be a total cold call, but... Uh, It'll be cold uh, enough. It'll still be fun. So anyways, in the, in the news lately, I, you know, there was a company that was just recently received $150 million in funding to, to bring back a few extinct species. Um, if I remember right, it's... I remember the dodo bird is the one that caught my most attention, then I'm a mammoth, but there's been a lot of chatter about mammoths lately, and then one was some lynx uh, that's been extinct, and I don't know if it's tied to the saber-toothed tiger or something like that, but anyways, um, you know, it's fascinating to me to think that you can go out there, you know, and I don't know where they're getting the dodo bird um, genetics, the DNA to try to do it. Mammoths, I do because we've you know uncovered a number of mammoths over the years. Like frozen. Yeah, yeah. There was. Didn't a, they have a dinner where they like ate mammoth? Yeah, yeah. But that's not recent eating mammoth. But um, but yeah, one of them was uh, one of the studies that they or no, one of the stories or articles or whatever somewhere out there. And I'd have to refresh my memory, but they did. They. They found a frozen mammoth, and to survive, they actually cut up some of the meat because it was so well preserved. Because it was like a flash freeze, that yeah. the meat was edible. I don't know that. I mean, that's still. I don't know if anyone's had meat after a couple of years coming out of your freezer. It's not that great anymore. But I mean, it's edible, but it's still freezer burn. Think about okay, mammoths are big animals You're that already live in the Arctic. How cold did it have to get to just flash freeze that thing? I'm a, well, you know, it's funny because we talk about, well, you talk about crazy weather patterns today, you know, and we're, ah, but I mean, when you look back through geology, uh, there's all kinds of times where the weather was just insanely crazy for a year. Matter of fact, Back in the 40s or 50s, I think it was. It was the 40s. South Dakota and some of those, you know, northern states, they had a huge snowstorm that came through there. Just buried them. Killed, I don't know how many cattle along with people. And, I mean, it was crazy. And it was so... So this is what I don't get. Why in the 40s weren't there so many people claiming end of the world? Because they had, like, crazy weather, biggest war known to man, nuclear bombs. I don't know. And, like, they just lived through it. And then, you know, today we have a police riot. And we're like, oh, the world's ending. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I, I'm I sorry. Your grandparents here, went through a lot worse than you did. Here's the difference. And, and I truly believe this is the difference. How we're able to access information. Okay. Yeah, so back, back then you didn't get, you didn't get information fast. Yeah. You know, I didn't. And if I read a newspaper, it, articles in there were, you know, a month old. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, when you look at, uh, like, for instance, when California, um, when when the first gold rush, they discovered at uh, Sutter's, Sutter's Mill, I think it was. Sounds right. Uh, the first gold. Anyways, in California as a state is saying, wow, this is a big deal. We need to get, you know, the federal government to know what's going on and how we want to manage this because if there's enough gold here, it could put the United States in a really healthy financial position as a superpower, okay? Uh-huh. So they send a guy on a to go back to report to Washington, D.C. You know how he got there? I'm guessing a donkey or something. <laughs> they put him on a boat and he sailed down around South America Back up to the other side. What? Yeah, it took like six months. Yeah, that's that was that's what they finally decided to do. When California sent the first guy back, and I don't remember all the names. Why didn't they send one guy on the boat and another guy on a horse and see who won? Well, the horse would have been faster. <laughs> Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett, when he was uh, in his little short term as a political individual, but in between there and stuff, he went uh, in one summer... Uh, and I'm assuming early spring into late summer, into early fall. Yeah. He went from Washington, D.C. to the West Coast, back to Washington, D.C., back to the uh, uh, Western United States, and then back to um, Washington, D.C. in one year by foot. By foot? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there was maybe some horses in there somewhere, but but it, it's, they kind of say by foot, which huh. means it was either horse or him walking. Huh. So maybe I want to Google that one. You always want to fact check me. I think I want to fact yeah, check you I'll, on this. I'll provide you the sources too, because <laughs> I, I can. I know I can go look those ones up. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, that so that's how they sent him, you know, clear around. But and I don't even know why we got on this story when we started talking about DNA with mammoths and oh oh yeah because of back in the forties when they'd have crazy things. Yeah. Um. Just you didn't have access to information. Yeah. So it took a long time for it to get through. And by the time it came through, you're like, well, that's not a big deal anymore. Nothing happened. Nothing came of it, right? You know, that, that is a good point because if everyone can't react at the same time, because there's also this kind of ripple effect, you know, you're going to have at the epicenter, that's going to have the information, then it's going to kind of like spread out from there. Right. And, and so if everyone's getting it staged, then, you know, it, it's harder to have a mass reaction Correct. To something if, you know, it's like, oh, well, I got this information too. You know, it's like it's old news by the time it gets. But even countries who are doing horrible things, um, you know, where you have uh, political regimes that are doing horrible things, it's amazing that information still comes, you know, where they're trying to suppress information, information still makes it out of those countries in a timely manner. I mean, like within hours, not maybe minutes, but within hours of events happening. Sure, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You can't, you can't hide anything anymore. Yeah. So. Super interesting. Anyway, so that's, that's what they're doing. Anyways, that made me to think about, um, you know, the DNA, some of that. And then the years ago, and there's been a couple movies on it, but there was one that really stood out where they were taking the DNA from people. They were growing uh, their, their equivalent. They were kind of kept in their own little world. They didn't really know that there was an outside world. Anyways, and what, then... What do you it, mean they, they were growing their equivalent? So they were taking... So uh, I'm diagnosed with some disease. Okay. So somehow they would grow another Ethan. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so the doppelganger. Okay. okay. But without the genetic... Um, deformations or diseases or whatever. Imperfections. Imperfections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I have. 
And then that way, if I needed to have my liver transplant or whatever else, I had now a perfect doppelganger that didn't have that because we corrected it genetically when we created it. And then at the right time, I'd kill off my doppelganger, take the organs from them, put it in me. Now I could live another 20 years. Now, aren't they, uh, aren't they doing this with like pets? People that want to preserve um, their pets. Isn't there an option where you can? Yeah, they genetically the, with sheep and some other ones, they've done a pretty good job in mice. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm talking like Actually, your, your dog. Like if you have a dog that you want, you genetically, to, you you can take the DNA from that dog and like you can. I don't know. Create a new dog that supposedly is the same, same? dog. So when really? your dog dies, you can just keep your dog. I don't know. I'll research that one. I haven't heard that one. I, I've that's heard fascinating. It, but though. I can't. I, I can't validate if that's just, you know, the rumor mill spreading or if that's actual something. I know, that I know, and I don't know if it was, I, I don't know. We talk about so many crazy things. I don't know if it was you or someone else, but they were telling me that they, um, their, I believe it was their nephew. So I don't think it was you, but maybe you were telling me the story. Their nephew uh, was fighting some bone cancer. And so he needed to have some treatments. The son had enough perfect, correlation another brother to the you know to him had enough correlation that they could take some of the bone marrow from him um and transplant it into his bone marrow but the weird thing about it was is once they did the bone marrow transplant and his body took it and started to create the same red blood cells white blood cells essentially essentially if if one of them committed a murder they wouldn't know which one it was yeah because the dna would be so close that um, that they don't think they could distinguish between the two because of the transplant of the bone marrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 did have that odd conversation a while yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. So I don't see, I don't know, animals, whatever else. I think you could do it. Yeah. yeah. I don't see why you couldn't. Anyway, so this leads us to then the the crazy part of the side conversation that you see all this stuff, and I truly believe that it gives people stupid ideas. And so, anyways, this lady over in France, if you haven't seen the headlines. Uh, she searched and searched to find a couple of uh, other ladies that looked similar enough to her uh, that they were do- you could classify them as doppelgangers. Because, you know, when you look around, there's always enough people out there that right. look similar to someone else. It's crazy how genetically unique we are, but at the same time, there's always someone out there who has similar genetics with facial structure or something that out there. Anyway, so... Uh, she isolates out three that look very similar to her to decline to meet. The third one does. And anyways, through a series of trying to figure out who did all the murdering of Oaks, they've discovered that this uh, lady who murdered the other one to, to stage her death wasn't her. That DNA didn't match. Well, and of course it's not going to match. Like, okay, so you were telling me about this this story a little bit, and I saw the headline for it, and I didn't get a chance to actually read the story. But I think to myself, how stupid can you be to, you know, you're going to murder somebody. They're going to check that, but they're going to do an autopsy. They're going to make yeah. sure yeah. They're, they're looking for DNA because they're looking for any evidence as to who murdered this person. Right. You know, they're going to come across and say, oh, hey, this isn't the person. Yeah. You know, they're not going to just look at their face and say, any oh, there's blood on that individual. Is. They're going to test that blood. And all of a sudden they're going to come back and say, wait a minute, we don't have any DNA matches. Okay, dig into her blood, look more. And then you're going to say, oh, wait a minute, this isn't. This isn't the lady who, you know, matches the ID. Anyways, then they traced it back to another lady that went missing um, and then started putting the pieces together. So now there's this manhunt for this lady. So, you know, I I guess the moral of the story of the side conversation is 
don't get dumb ideas from reading the news. <laughs> you know? Because it never turns out well. It doesn't. Now, I mean, if you read the news, that should be your first clue to say it never turns out well. Do you remember the Weekly World News? Oh, a long time ago. Oh, I loved that. We would laugh so hard. It was all these sensational. It was completely yeah. fabricated, you know, but yeah. uh, uh, like that. Hmm. That's, that's what I'm picturing a little bit right now is, <laughs> you know, the Weekly World News. Yeah. <laughs> but So I, I don't know. You know, I, I love the idea behind some of the businesses that who are looking in genetics and some of the cool things they might be able to so, do in the future. Makes uh, me a little bit nervous as well because, you know, you always have to fear a little bit about that, what we call the God syndrome, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you want to start playing God, um, even though I think there's some huge applications for it. So this was super interesting. I don't remember where I heard this, but there was some uh, military experimentations of different types of weapons that they were developing, and one of the weapons was the voice of God. And so, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was ever actually used, but the concept was that if all of a sudden, you know, like there's this you heard big a voice war, out of the sky. And a voice out of the sky that says, stop fighting and repent. <laughs> You know, would people stop fighting? Like, and, and so the, you saw the airplane flying above you. <laughs> well, the the idea was that it was supposed to be launched in such a way that you couldn't, you know, it just didn't sound like it was coming from a speaker. It was supposed to be like this voice in your head. Wow. You know, and and so makes me wonder if they're still doing that in the, you know, as an Area fifty, what fifty one, yeah, type of a thing. And so, but uh, okay. I, at what point, because everyone tries to decide ethics. Right. Right? And I, I was required to take two ethics classes in my college studies. Both of them I thought were an absolute waste of time because the one in particular, like, he just, like, the professor purposely ran around in circles. And at the end... He basically, you know, his whole point of the entire semester was to say that there's no way that we can base anything on on anything because everyone's going to have a different viewpoint of ethics. Mm. And I'm like, that's a really stupid thing to look at. Like, there are some pretty common, you know, like yeah. every culture knows that stealing is not an ideal, right? you know, but... Maybe there's some variation as to what is considered stealing and what are the exceptions right. to when it's right and wrong. But the concept of stealing, taking something that doesn't belong to you, I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty universally accepted. And so even though there are some very small factions that say, no, 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 it's okay, like we probably shouldn't give way to those small factions and say, no, 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 this is like humans, you know, we believe in this and so we should – we should stick to it. We should hold to it. But so you start getting into the ethics of genetics and, you know, playing God. And it's like, you know, should we just not even go down that path? And there are so many things, you know, you look, you look back in history where, like, we laugh at this today, but when uh, photography first came out, uh, a lot of people believed that you were capturing the person's soul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and so that was like an evil thing. Well, but uh, in some in some indigenous um, cultures, they still kind of believe that. So, so they're, they're cautious about letting anyone take pictures. 
okay, so do we just allow technology to just push forward, uh, you know, no matter what? If we can do it, we should do it. Or at some point, should we say, no, 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 we should just restrain ourselves. Even though we're capable of doing something, we should restrain ourselves. Well, and, that, and that's, you know, the ethics ultimately come down to, I think most technology um, has a pro to it. Okay. And unfortunately, sometimes we use that technology to do immoral, unethical, illegal, you know, there's yeah, yeah. a lot of terms you could use to it. So instead of using it for the good of mankind, it gets used to be destructive. And that's the tough thing about technology that I support that, look, yeah, we need to develop it. But at the same time, there's always going to be someone who's going to use it in a destructive way, unfortunately. Okay, but this is something, you know, a lot of people argue that the uh, human population is uh, too big and it's killing the planet. And I look at this and I'm like, okay, if, if you take this from a purely scientific perspective and say at some point there is a number that cannot be sustained on planet Earth, you know, are we there yet? I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go down yeah. that argument, but I'm going to say there is a number, you know, like a hundred trillion human beings probably can't fit on, you know, on, right. on planet Earth, right? And so... Um, so you say all technology is good. I'm like, well, uh, you know, what, what, what if it promotes humankind over, you know, o- over nature? And it's like, well, it, it, it promotes the, the human race, but it's killing other animals, plants, right. you know, right. thing, things like that. And so, I don't know, it, it gets convoluted. Yeah. And, uh, and, and this is one of those debates uh, that will be debated Forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. And that's that's the tough thing about it is there isn't, uh, I don't know that there is a right or a wrong answer. There are answers, but the right and wrongs, unfortunately, sometimes are even scenario-based. It is okay in this one, but these other ones, it is not. And I think that's that's a beautiful point is, you know, to understand the context of something and not to just make it black and white and say, oh, in every instance, this is okay. In every instance, this is wrong. And it's like, mm, no, what's the context? What's the backstory? Yeah. Well, and, and that's, uh, you know, every time I read articles in the news, I'm always uh, asking that question, under what context does this work? Because otherwise, it's, I mean, you see it, well, you see it all the time. We know it. News media takes tons of things out of context. Mm-hmm. And when you do the backstory to understand it, you go, oh, yeah, they <laughs> they slaughtered that one. Yeah, yeah. So be careful there. Fascinating. Well, uh, let's wrap up this episode. Um, so if you haven't read the doppelganger in France, please go look it up. It's kind of interesting. And uh, but also at the same time, you know, if you've been watching a sci-fi movie or reading something about a, an interesting business out there, don't get any dumb ideas from it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you later. (laughs) Only good businesses here. (laughs) Only good vibes here. (laughs) Take care.